Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. It's Thursday. That means weekly appearance from hockey insider Darren Dreger from TSN. Hi, Dregs. Welcome in. We were witness to one of the great goaltending performances, extended performances this mm. season the other night when Joey Decord ran his uh, streak to a 10-gamer as part of Seattle's 11-gamer. I think there's been a few goaltenders who've uh, perhaps ach- overachieved this year. I'm wondering if that will ever start producing a trickle-down effect and cause some goalie movement around the league for teams that may, in your opinion, still need to upgrade. Yeah, or the exact opposite, right? Because, um, you know, there are teams that continually look at the stories of, of Decordia in Seattle, maybe Marty Jones with the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they're like, see, you don't have to invest big dollars in goaltending. You better make sure that you've got players who are committed to playing the right way in front of them. You better make sure that your defense is good enough to protect that level of goaltending. But, you know, I think it's the usual suspects here, Duffer. I think that uh, Tom Fitzgerald and the New Jersey Devils continue to kick tires. There's, you know, some level of speculation as to whether or not Fitzgerald has communicated with Craig Conroy and the Calgary Flames about maybe Jacob Markstrom coming available at some point. I And look, we all have the trade bait graphics out in network TV land now, right? Because we're in the zone with the trade deadline looming on on March 8th. And Markstrom's name is prominently on there. I just, I don't entirely buy it. I think that it would take a mega deal, obviously, for Conroy to consider it. They're only two points out of a playoff spot in the West. But more importantly, this guy's got a no-move clause. You know, he's not just waving that to go any, maybe waves it to go to New Jersey. But I think what Fitzgerald has learned here is that he probably should have gone after Connor Hellebuck in the offseason, you know, before Winnipeg decided that they were extending and Hellebuck was happy with that because the goaltending in New Jersey is definitely a pretty big area of concern. Um, Dregs, I have a, a suggestion for the National Hockey League. Look, they make money as a whole, right, the league and the league office or whatnot. Uh, I want more trades. So usually if you want something to happen, you give out incentives to um, enhance the possibility of trade. So I think we should have, like, <laughs> if you trade a first-round pick, you get $100,000. Like, okay, here you go. Like, we're going to incentivize these trades. Like, what do you think? Should we, like, make something happen so that GMs and teams are more willing to make trades? Because right now, I feel like it's a little bit boring. Yeah, no, it definitely is a little bit boring for sure. Uh, part of that, of course, big part of it is the salary cap, right? And, 
you know, teams just continually wait now deep into the new year because they want that cap number to lighten a little bit. They want the dollars to go down in the process as well. Yeah. How about this one? In the next collective bargaining agreement, you cannot hand out any trade protection. No such thing as a no trade clause or a no move clause. And it doesn't matter if you're making $12 million or you're making the, the league minimum. Um, don't know how much that would influence. And, and Ray Ferrero always talks about, you know, every team getting a franchise player. So your franchise player, right, is a player that can be paid outside of the individual individual team salary cap. You know, the reason that, you know, Batman and company would never go for that is because then you create the haves versus the have-nots. There are teams financially that work with a budget. Not every team, you know, is the New York Rangers or the Toronto Maple Leafs where they can pay whatever it is. Um, but I, I am curious when they go through the next round of negotiating the collective bargaining agreement, whether or not there will, won't be some sort of trigger mechanism to try and juice things up a little bit. Signing bonus are the same thing, right? Like I asked Brett yeah, living yeah. that question about Alex, about William Nylander, I should say, is, is there a value to a no trade clause, no movement clause for you? And also being that you're in a position where you can hand out signing bonuses, yeah. like almost 70 million to Willie Nylander, is that also an added value? Maybe you do away from the, the no movement clause and the signing bonuses. If you sign a eight year deal at 80 million, it's 10 million yeah. every year. That's the way it goes. Yeah. And then it kind of evens the level playing field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that. I also like the idea of the Otani contract, right? Um, and <laughs> you can't do it in the NHL, but can you imagine? I'm sure we had JP Barry on the podcast earlier this week from CAA hockey and you know, CAA is the agency that negotiated the Otani contract to have all of that wow. money deferred for tax purposes. I'm sure that every NHL player in a high tax market is calling their agent going, hey, my deal is coming up. Can we do something similar like this? Especially if you're working on maybe your third contract, because you probably have enough millions parked in your savings account that you could afford to take the, the lower number and defer the money. But and, it can't And be then done. you move to Monaco so you don't have to pay taxes at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did see a really a potentially significant deal this week, and it didn't involve Ooh. money because it involved players on, you know, at the front end of their careers. So yeah. we're not te- talking about second contracts. But, and yes, there were extenuating circumstances for each of the Ducks and the Flyers. But could a deal right. like that, Dregs, open up teams' willingness to say, you know what? We have stockpiled a little bit in this area. Maybe we need to do this and just lose some of the abundance of patience that teams have with young players and perhaps go for it if they see like a really good fit, young player for young player. Yeah, I mean, that trade was a blockbuster, even though, you know, neither player has those credentials from a National Hockey League standpoint. But um, I'm not going to lie, when that deal broke, I actually, I, I thought, we were getting punked. I thought that this was a phantom account on social media where we're like, what? Like, what? I, not one time did I hear Cutter Goche's name out there in trade circles. And yet, after the fact, our good buddy Keith Jones said, yeah, you know what? He's, his name has been out there for a while. We were shocked that nobody in the media was able to uh, grab hold of this. But I like it, right? I mean, if you're the Philadelphia Flyers... Yeah, you you like the look of Cutter Goche, and the belief is he's going to be an impactful NHL player. 
But why continue to allow this thing to linger? If he doesn't want to play in Philadelphia, which clearly he didn't, that's fine. Find somewhere where you can get fair value. And did they ever get value back in Jamie Drysdale and a second-round pick in 25 on top of that? So, look, to your point, Brian, maybe maybe it does wake up hockey operations around the NHL who have these young, unproven pieces that maybe aren't necessarily contract issue-related, but you're just sitting there going, mm. You know, we drafted him. We thought he'd be an A prospect, and now we slipped into the B, maybe C category. Why don't we, rather than be patient to see if it further develops, find a new spot for him and somebody else? That makes a lot of sense. So I found it very disrespectful from the Cutter Gauthier side of things. A couple of yeah, reasons. I know where you're going. Did not want yeah. to talk to the Flyers at all. I mean, John LeClaire and Patrick Sharp are involved in player development. They went to BC, and they were waiting in the hallway just to be told by the coach, um, he's not going to talk to you. Like, that is crazy to me. Like, at least just go say hi, say, hey, guys, listen, yeah. I got to go. Make an excuse, right? And not wanting to talk to Briere and Jones. And then when he talked to the Anaheim Docs, either radio or podcast thing, yeah. he basically said, it's personal matter, my family, my agent, and I, and I'll leave it at personal. Like, yeah. do we know more about it, or is it just like he didn't want to go there? Yeah, I, I mean, we don't, and, and it's it's a challenge. It's frustrating for me. This is my business. Um, so you hate when stories have this many loose ends where you have more questions than you have answers. Um, personally, I side with you. I I can't imagine if my son, as an example, uh, was in that position. Hey, look, I mean – the kid's got enough confidence. He doesn't want to play in Philadelphia. That's up to him. He found a way out of Philadelphia, and he'll he'll play in the National Hockey League with the Anaheim Ducks. Where is the harm in spending a few minutes first with Keith Jones, brass of, of the Flyers in Sweden, which is why they went over to the World Junior Championship to meet him? Spend a few minutes. Show the respect. And then you're right. You know, for Leclerc and for Sharpie to try and visit with him on campus and him not even give him five minutes, I don't get that. That's a weird one. But I do admire the kid's confidence for sticking to his guns and not telling us anything. Not telling us anything. Kurt Overhart, the advisor, said the same thing. It's a private matter. Goche doubled down. The only thing he told us is that Kevin Hayes had nothing to do with his decision. So at least we got that yeah. cleared up. I don't know if you knew this, but I quit Twitter recently, but was just informed that uh, you and Gary Roberts may have had a little bit of back and forth. Uh, are you and Gary okay? This is a paramount concern to me based on, you know, your your Whitby, Ontario roots. I want to make sure you guys are getting along. Well, uh, what do you mean? What what was the issue? I don't remember. I don't recall. What did I say? What did he say? No. Or was it a fake account? Maybe I'll it bet is, you it's a fake, fake account. account you know, right. if they okay. don't say the word throat punch in any of their tweets, it is not you, Rex. That is not you. Just know that. Throat punch. Hashtag throat punch has to be in well, now, any Now you've got uh, me intrigued here. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to no, scour it had to do with Keith Pelly. It had to do with Keith Pelly, the executive. Did you uh. ask him something about that? Yeah, probably. I no? don't know. I, you know what? I was. I, I, I described the Keith Pelly news as taking over CEO of MLS. He is huge news, and this is also oh, why I, I very see. seldom check my mentions because it it, 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 it bugs me. It does not to a point. Look, I, I need X Twitter, whatever we call it now, uh, to do my yeah. job, but I probably went after in, in some fashion, not even knowing if it, if I did, and it was, it was actually Gary Roberts. 
then I wasn't aware yeah, of it was Gary Roberts. So if that's true, it's my bad. Drag. Dregs, who is this year's Ben Sherratt for you? Who is that defenseman oh. that you are going to push to the finish line before the trade deadline? Uh, probably Sean Walker. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know. This is consistent. Wow. Hey, Darren's been very consistent in this regard. I like this. I like it. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I, can, I can get on and, board and, with that one. Yeah, and Philadelphia is sweetening the pot a little bit too, right? Like they've made it clear that they're willing to retain as much as 50%. Um, but, you know, that comes with an ask and the, they, they want a first round draft pick. You know, there are most, there are a lot of GMs out there who don't think they're going to get a first round draft pick for, for Sean Walker, but it depends on how the market shrinks, right? I mean, you know, look at, uh, you know, Sean Monaghan and the Montreal Canadiens. A year ago, they thought, you know, if he had stayed in good health, they'd get a first-round pick for him. Um, they're hoping that they'll get into that vicinity on him again, provided he can stay healthy. But, look, if, if Elias Lindholm gets traded by the Calgary Flames, then who's the next best available center? And and that's really what happens, whether it's defense, center, whatever the position is. So we'll see. But Sean Walker, for me, is a pretty good ad for anybody. And from Buffalo's standpoint for you, are you hearing anything? Relatively quiet. I mean, it's the usual suspects. Olofsson's name is always out there. Uh, Tyson Jost, uh, you know, even though he cleared waivers, you know, I could I could see him going back. And a team that I'm going to keep an eye on here, guys, I just mentioned Lindholm and Monaghan, is the Colorado Avalanche. We know that they're looking for a centerman. And, yes, of course, they're going to start with Lindholm in Calgary. If there's not a fit, or financially maybe it doesn't fly, right? Because Lindholm wants a real healthy extension, big money extension. Um, you know, and, and that isn't a fit. Then maybe they look at Monaghan, or maybe they look at, at Tyson Joe's coming back to the Avalanche. I mean, there has been a little bit of that speculation, but nothing that I would say is close at this stage. Um, Colorado still has a little bit of cap room because of Landeskog yeah. on the uh, long-term IR, Arthur Lekkonen, Pavel Francis yeah. is there. Any chance they maybe get a uh, just help increase maybe too to uh, go along with Georgiev? He's played the most minutes and the most games in the National Hockey League this year. Feels like he's getting worn out a little bit. Not last night, yeah. but yes, uh, overall. Yeah, man, and and they're rolling, aren't they? That division in and of itself is something else. And maybe, maybe if you're Colorado, you look at that, even though you recently won a Stanley Cup with goaltending that I think most of us would have put a big fat question mark beside uh, going into the playoffs, right? But they found a way, mm -hmm. and then everybody kind of changed their tactic with, with respect to goaltending and looked at Colorado and said, okay, wait a minute, you can win a Stanley Cup with that, with all due respect, then maybe we don't have to invest as deeply as as historically teams have. So maybe, um, but again, who are we talking about here? I, you know, I keep seeing Jake Allen's name out there from the Montreal Canadiens, mm -hmm. and I had a conversation with a good Montreal Canadian source yesterday who said, you know, there's this speculation out there that Montreal wants too much for Jake Allen. Well, that was that was what I believed, but I was corrected. It hasn't gotten to that point for Montreal. Where it's gotten to is conversation about how do you make it work in the concept of dollar in, dollar out for the cap teams. And you 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 work on the pieces that it's going to take to make the money work first. What does that cost? And then you establish whatever the ask is for Jake Allen. So it might be a little early for Colorado and some of these teams on the goalie front. 
Drex, thanks so much. We've got to fly uh, game night here yeah. tonight. Sabres and Sens. There's Darren Drager, Hockey Insider from TSN. We're back after this here at KeyBank. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.